Hey everyone, this is Bonita Saldana, the owner and director of the Students Lab Dance Studio in Avondale, Arizona. And we are coming to you with another episode of Splitting the Bar, where we talk about the ins and outs, all the, you know, good, good stuff that you want to know about the studio life. This is for our dance moms, dance dads, dancers, and just anyone looking to get just an inside look on what happens in the dance studio. And today I am here with my co-host. Zarin Meunier, company teams director at the Students Lab in Avondale, Arizona. Is that like our whole spiel now? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, if you don't know, now you know. That's where we're coming to you from. And they just made a new freeway exit, so we're really excited about that. Oh, yes. Cut off um, some time <laughs> to our commute to work. For sure. Even though mine is 0.2 seconds. No. Here's this turn on the car, let it roll around and then park. <laughs> and I'm here. No, I really don't live like in a mattress in the back, just so you know. But that's what it sounds like. I told a kid, I was like, I'll be here. I live here. She goes, you live here? <laughs> oh, God. All right. She's so like, kids take it home. literal, y'all. We have homes. Don't worry. Yes. Don't spend too much time there, but enough. <laughs> no. Um, all right. So today's topic we're going to get into is the video, the video, um, but I guess the place, a good place and time to have your phone or to be videoing, videoing content, parents, you know, asking for content from their students that are, or from their dancers that are taking classes. They're wanting us to send them footage of, you know, classes or all this stuff. So basically, you know, where, where do we draw the line? What are the pros of videoing class content and providing that? What are the pros of having dancers record their material and being able to watch it over and over and over and over and over again? And also what are the cons to that? So, you know, not building muscle memory and just, you know, relying on something else to do your work for you. Um, so, so yeah, so we're going to jump into that a little bit today. Um, there was an article actually recently, and I talked about it with my one of my classes. Uh, it was, I read it the same day that I went in to teach, and I kind of threw it at them. And I was like, hey, guys, because Zarin and I were just talking and saying, man, hello. Back in my day. Back in the day. <laughs> when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But anyways, so we, of course, didn't have phones. I did have a phone but our phones didn't have cameras. Our phones were not iPhones. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Our phones had green screens. So there's that. Green <laughs> Yeah. Sidekick. <laughs> I had a sidekick. <laughs> well, razor first, sidekick. We oh, had all, all those gener generations. Yeah. <laughs> Chocolate phone. Oh my gosh. So yes, we had phones. Yeah. But definitely that, you know, uh, culture of like having your phone readily available, being able to film everything, being able to catch clips, all of that definitely yeah. wasn't. There was no, oh, I'll just get a video. Miss Z, can you post the video? No. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. And, and you know, we've fallen into that too yeah, because yeah. we video everything and we As too. As teachers, we need to remember what we taught. We rely so on sure, it. for sure, I'm gonna record my material. Yeah, we rely on it too. And so um, there was this article that a choreographer, teacher, educator had written, um, well, I don't know if he wrote it, but you know, sure the journalist, whoever was researching this, but talked basically with a choreographer and he, I can't remember if it's he or she, that's bad. Um, he basically said that he's, you know, now forbids videoing in any and all of his classes. And he just really feels like his students, again, they use it as a crutch. 
they, that muscle memory that we all have grown to know and build. And we, you know, expect our dancers to know material, learn material, retain material, regurgitate material. Like, you know, these are great skills for performers, dancers, students to learn. And that there's a lack of that muscle being developed. There's a lack of that, um, responsibility really as for the students. So, um, so I kind of threw it at the kids and I was like, what do you think about that? And honestly, it was something they had never thought about just like anything. Right. Cause. And they're the generation that's essentially being born into not knowing life without totally. the digital era. Yep. So, you know, you give your kid a tablet, you give your kid a phone, you give some, you know, record, they know how to use a lot of technology that I'm not going to take the time to learn. So they know, and they're, they're thriving off of that instant, like, oh, I can just go look at this and it's fine. Or I can go Google this. And, you know, so they're, yeah, yeah. they only know that, especially the young ones be really being raised in that atmosphere. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Like my husband, you know, we're going to pass the social media. We keep telling him, Mariah, you know, your job soon is going to be social media. And she's like, what is this? You know, but we're, we're like, here's the phone and go record some stuff. And so she's like, uh, recording the wall and pictures and herself. She gave a whole studio tour one time. Yeah. But again, yeah, it's just like, they're almost like gadgets and again, like toys, right. It's so bad. But, um, but anyways, so I think again, there are great benefits purpose. There's definitely a purpose when and where to have them Mm -hmm. in the studio, you know, speaking specifically in the studio and then also limitations and boundaries with it. So, um, so it was just a cool kind of food for thought. Like Mm -hmm. we didn't really land on anything specifically or, you know, it was just kind of like throwing it out there. Like, what if you didn't have a phone? Do you feel like you would really go home and practice Mm -hmm. more? Like, Mm -hmm. because you wouldn't be able to rely on and say that. I'll just watch the video or, you know, because it miss- shows I give you guys the videos all the time. And OK, did we watch the videos? Yeah. Did you actually practice what you watched in the videos? Yeah, mm-hmm. we watched the videos, <laughs> literally watched, turned it yes. on and watched. The yeah. Video. Like my brain received the information, yes. but my body like didn't. Show. Yes. My didn't body move. didn't actually exactly <laughs> didn't get off the couch, but definitely saw Understood, what heard your corrections. <laughs> yes. Very different. Very different. So. um, So. Let's, so let me just address another little point. So I, we recently had a parent, new parent, um, and you know, again, things are very different with COVID. We've all had to adjust quite a bit, um, in lots of great ways. It's pushed us to grow, you know, tremendously and, and really thankful for all of that. What has been, you know, also challenging is for a lot of our new students that, you know, come in and, um, our parents all do have access to all the classes and they're able to see everything. But before the parents would be able to just pick up their phone, Mm -hmm. right. And they could video, let's say the teacher's doing a routine or something. They could just grab a quick video of it, right. A little moment. And then like, okay, cool. I'm going to take that home for, you know, Susie to, to practice or whatever. I always use Susie. Just, I don't even know. I do know one. Look, Susie, Susie, if you're out there, I'm sorry. (laughs) I do know she'd be going through it sometimes. <laughs> yes, sorry, Susie. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they could record it and then that's like sufficient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, that they would go home and then they'd have something for her to practice. So now that our parents aren't allowed in here, they really only have the access to the live classes or the live stream. Those only go up that day. Then those aren't accessible afterwards. So a parent asked if we could f- basically film and send her, you know, footage of the class. Yes. In a perfect world when we had time, when we have, if we had time to do this or we had someone that that's their job to literally go and record everybody's class and send it to everybody or whatever. But I mean, realistically, that isn't 
the case, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple quick solutions as, you know, I was talking to her, I'm like, well, a couple quick solutions that I at least, you know, we could really try to help Susie with is first of all, you could screen record, right? Mm -hmm. So mom is watching class, the class, the, you know, the video is very clear. She's able to see everything. She can see teachers. She can see all the dancers. You can screen record, right? And that honestly was a little bit of a new concept for her, which is fine, you know, again, some phones have, some phones it's all good. don't. It's a new concept for me too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, and she was like, oh, okay, I actually was gonna take my son's phone and like record the live screen from the other phone or whatever. I was like, you can do that too. Wow. Um, but you know how, again, there's, when there's a will, there's a way. You can do it, you can figure it out. But that was, you know, if she really is wanting that immediate content and wanting her to have access to it. I basically told her, well, you know, she could, you could pick her up from class. She could also go home and you could access it still for the next three hours or whatever that it's online. Um, and of course do it that way too on your computer or whatnot. But, um, and then my second kind of follow-up was really, she's only been with us a couple months, right? And she's going to grow to learn and build the muscle memory Mm -hmm. and all of these things. And it will become easier for Mm -hmm. her. Right. So when you go, when she goes home and you say, what did you learn today? Right now she doesn't know. And mom can't help her really because she's not, doesn't really know, or maybe she's not watching. I don't know. But, um, I was explaining to mom that, you know, that we want that muscle to grow. We want her to start remembering things on her own. And she will, because right now everything's super foreign to her and she's not going to really retain a lot of it until she does it again and again and again and again. Um, and so it was a great conversation and, and, um, and then I also told her like recital, you can talk a little bit about recital and how we film or, you know, kind of, I guess more of the urgency with recital, but, um, but we do send videos to all our classes. Once we get into recital season, when they actually are learning choreography, that will be performance that will be on the stage that we need them to be mastering a lot of times for class, it's content. We want them to learn. We want, you know, we want them to retain what they can come back, but it's not like they're being graded specifically on that. Like mm-hmm. your performance, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like we want. So I was on a tangent on that one. <laughs> she has some things to get off her chest y'all. <laughs> uh, so working with the kids who do recital. So I always, I will always, always, always just so people can make the comparison when you're at school, you're constantly learning stuff. You have to take home homework to retain the material you're learning. You're in class for six hours learning new material, different subjects. Um, doesn't matter what age, you're learning different things, trying to stimulate the mind, understand different parts of history, arts, music, whatever. And you, there, it's for a purpose of a test for you to move on to the next grade. Dance necessarily isn't that way. You're you're building these skills as muscle memories. You're building technique. Um for a performance. So it's not necessarily saying, hey, I want your kid to go home and practice the exact dance we did today. Right. I'm not doing it again next week. Um, it's usually Maybe. just, it could be, you know, yeah. I'm still trying to, you know, record the same dance I started like last month, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, shout out. <laughs> um, but when it comes to recital dances, that's when we really want the kids to learn because now they're just getting probably what, six, seven weeks of just straight routine building. They're also learning if depends on how many classes they're in, usually the kids who are in one come back and they're like, they want to make the dance. They know it so well. Mm-hmm. But for our kids who are on m- more of a heavier training regimen, they are building six to nine routines on top of their company mat- routines. So that's when I really start saying, hey, make sure you refer to the video because I'm noticing they're not even remembering or retaining what we learned in class yeah. coming back the next week. So that's when, and when you know video cameras and cameras came a little bit more prominent in my dance studio world, 
um, we started recording our material because we were forgetting our routines too. It was just, it was just, it was like finals week. We were stressed, you know, so many things were building up, but we didn't need to record the ballet bar lesson we learned in February. We didn't yeah. need to record the jazz progressions across the floor. And my mom didn't care about my coffee grinders on the floor. Like yeah. you, you see this on recital because you're building this up for that production once or twice a year. So parents don't, don't stress when your kid doesn't necessarily remember everything they learned in school. It's gonna trigger, something's gonna trigger whether they see something on TV, um, their sibling does something or you say like, oh, how was ballet? And then they'll show you a plie and even that accomplishment is huge for them. So praise them for that. And yes, unfortunately, we don't have parents coming in and you know filming their kids the way they used to, but the live streams are a great way to see your kid. And they're, they're set up in so many different angles of the room that it does really capture everybody and the teachers. So you can see us dying with your kids too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it really does capture everything in your class. So it's important for them to not fall on, oh, well, Miss Z wants me to know this dance so we can add on next week. We'll get a video. No, I want them to train that muscle memory for that. Mm -hmm. Or Miss Deb had us do something across the floor and it was really cool. I want to show you, but I can't remember it. We want them to build that muscle memory as they get older. And that's something that's going to go, that's going to add on with time. So don't, don't stress if your kid is five and can't remember the whole combo I taught on Friday. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is okay. Sure. So we want them to, to be sharp with their minds and be able to think and be creative. You know, if they forget, how would they act on stage improv? You know, fill, yep. fill in the gaps. Your parents are going to praise you for whatever you show them because they're proud of your accomplishments. So um, we just don't want them to use that as a clutch to say, well, I'll just look at the video. Just go back to that because then they're going to think, well, when I don't know an answer to a problem, I'm just going to Google it. I'm just going to blah, blah. Yeah. We really need them to be sharp thinkers and um, quick thinkers too, critical thinkers. So mm -hmm. we don't want them to rely on their devices to be able to remember content. Yeah. And jumping into the older kids really I, you know, by that point too, the, the kids should have notebooks. I mean, where mm -hmm. they're notating and they, whatever they feel, I mean, just again, in any school setting, things that they feel like they either needed to, you know, they know they're going to have to revisit or they did get a correction. I mean, mm -hmm. we've done that, you know, even leading up to competition, write down your corrections. What were they, you know, yeah. even if it was judges feedback, what were the, what was the feedback from the judges? Write it down. Like let's marinate on that too. And so having a notebook is very helpful too. Yeah. I learned this across the floor this week, like you were saying with Miss Deb. Okay, you know, Tambay Potabere this. Then you're actually learning vocab. You're learning how to spell. And I know all the teachers too do touch on those, sub, you know, those mm -hmm. subjects, vocab and, and spelling and all of that too. Um, not tremendously, but a, definitely a good portion and enough for the dancers to know and be able to, you know, write and explain. Because yeah. um, understanding the word, the vocab, the history of it too, allows for a dancer to really portray, embody, you know, and live and become those genres, those styles, those, all yeah. of that. Um, but yeah, so I think, um, that's what I've seen the most for sure. I mean, they're now jumping to kind of a different, you know, portion of the, um, video. So yes, in class, um, rehearsals, I do, I know for me, I'll just go like my process. I'll just say real quick, like when I'm prepping for a class, for instance, I sit with a song, right? I'm sitting with the song, be building a really strong relationship with the song so I can figure out what the movement, how the movement, right? Mixes, coincides with this song. As I'm moving through it, before I teach, I record it. And that's also, right, a crutch too, I feel like in a sense. But at the same time, for me, I'm like, 
oh, if I don't forget, you know, or if I haven't taught it, because just like anything, as you teach, you also grow in your understanding of how Mm -hmm. you're relaying the information. So I even will tell my students, like, this is a new routine. I haven't taught it before. So I'm probably going to, you know, there's certain things that I haven't even broken down that we're going to work through. You know what I mean? Because it's on both sides, just like as dancers, you have to work through your development of your technique and you have to work through your, the development of your confidence and performance and make all those mistakes and, you know, figure out your timing. It's the same for teachers and choreographers on the opposite end. So the video does help me because I know what it's, what it should look like. I can dance it. Right. But then when you go to teach it, it's a very different thing to then explain really what the body's doing or whatever. So, so there are really great reasons to have the video or help, you know, when they're, when they're in helpful situations, when you're building, you know, so we have an ambassador program here at the studio and we're basically have selected certain brand ambassadors to represent the studio. And in that training of them building their brand, video is crucial Mm -hmm. to them basically connecting with their audience you know, they, we were helping them find their niche, figuring out what their voice is and basically who they are as an artist and, you know, and a, and a creator. And so, um, so with that, we, we love when they're, when they do have their video, you know, they have their camera, their phone, whatever, and they're learning new things. And then they can take a quick video of this new thing, or they have a routine that they really loved in one of their classes. And they, you know, but then we also explain too, you need to ask permission from your teacher. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know what I mean? Like you don't just because we want you to do those types of things. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's always in the studio either. You can go home and put on an outfit and do the same material or whatever. Um, But we also want them to get used to being comfortable in front of the camera because that's, that's the other kind of bridge. There always are cameras around, right? We're on a camera right now. Every time we're there in classes, there's, there's a camera everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. <laughs> it's like, except for the restroom. No, um, but you know, maybe soon. No, I'm playing. Oh my lord! <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> You're like, you know, I'm just gonna go down the street. Oh my gosh! Um, so total joke. My gosh. Um, but anyways, yeah. So in the studio, you've got Zoom running, right? You've got the live stream happening, social media coming in to grab clips, whatever. So I feel like everyone does know too. Like there are always, it's like, do dance, dance like watched. nobody's watching. No, everybody's watching. No, dance like everybody's watching because they are. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, but it is hard to kind of find that space to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. right? When you're, when you are always on camera. Um but there is a real beauty in dancers being able to be on, you know, quote unquote, and respond in that light too. Ooh, there's a camera. Like yeah. I walk, I was in your jazz class yesterday, right? You were working on the struts, like walking. And it was like so fun, just character. And I'm like, guys, the where's the You're camera? Like trying to look away from the camera. Yeah, I'm like, work <laughs> the camera. Like, here we go. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, and some were very comfortable and some were like, very, not. No, very not. Very <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, but, but that's something dancers need to learn though, which is good because yes, you need to learn how to be vulnerable. You need to learn how to be an artist, but then you have to be able to be a performer too. Yes. Because it's, I feel like it's, I don't know which one is more difficult. Sometimes there's kids who just aren't performers and then they're really good at being vulnerable or like for one, I've been doing improv like crazy in all my classes mm-hmm. and I've had kids come up to me, please do not make me improv ever again. Oh, and gosh. yeah, and I'm like, that breaks my heart. But 
I also was in your same position. I hated yeah. doing that. I wanted someone to tell me what to do yes. with my court with the choreography. Yep. I didn't want the freestyle. So, and even having to explain what freestyling is, they're like, wait, you mean free dance? Like, yeah, yeah. you don't tell me what to do. So it's a whole ordeal, but you have to know how to be both. You have to know yes. how to be and perform as a vulnerable dancer, because yep. if you go into a contemporary or a lyrical, it's not always so happy frolicking through flowers in a meadow. Sometimes it's really raw, but you have to perform that emotion. You right. may not be feeling that emotion, but you know, need to know how to perform it. So I think it's good for them to have kind of the pressure of the cameras around because they have to be able to be comfortable in that setting. Yeah. So that's my. That's no, my definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I just think too, you know, back to on the parent tip, you know, addressing that the same mom situation, but, um, I think it is good when you're, so for instance, our company dancers, we have a specific band group, right? And Zarin updates, well, I do too, but to her way more um, in the sense of video. Like if you've gone, you know, updates, if you've changed some material, we're getting ready for competition season. So we've been, you know, amping up and kind of sparking up the routines a little bit. And there's a lot of little changes, like a lot of details, a lot of details right now, like that we, we weren't concerned about because in the beginning, right. Cause you're just trying to get all of the material out, make sure that the timing is somewhat, you know, but now fine tuning is yeah. like fine tuning. No five you're here and six is there. No, not like your head is tilted 80 degrees to the left, looking down at the yeah, right. Your like, fingers are squeezed together, yes. like, you know, blade flex this, whatever. And like to a T. And so of course, through drilling and repetition and constant reminders in rehearsals, those, you know, dancers start to work out those details. Mm -hmm. But when they're going home and when your teacher is giving you video with corrections and that is readily available for you at the touch of a, you know, of a finger, there's no reason to Weekly not videos. be taking advantage of that. And then to be showing up to your next rehearsal or showing up, you know, and this is more stress for sure for your competitive dancers mm -hmm. or competitive dancers that there's higher expectation and mm -hmm. all of that. You, you should not walk into the studio at the same point that you were the last week, mm -hmm. right? We should be a step ahead. We should be sharper. We should have more detail. We should know. And, you know, and not like, oh, right. Cause now you're wasting everyone's time. Now we have to go yeah. back. We have to go back and review. You didn't even, you know what I mean? So that is part of the homework Yeah, to that review. Is homework. And it's posted for the parents to hold them accountable, which yeah. they've been doing a lot better on. Some parents will say, Hey, Ms. Z, do you have the video this week? My kid wants yeah. to learn. And yeah. that's what that's there for. That's when we really need for those competitive parents to come in and take part in just holding your child accountable to did you practice? And then this is a teachable moment. I, I really don't like reprimanding the kids because it's a waste of time and energy. And there's so much other things you could be doing. Yeah. But if you know, you didn't, you know, watch the video and actually learn it and re regurgitate what was happening with the movement and all the corrections, take ownership of that and don't spend your time in the lobby talking, get with somebody and say, Hey, I forgot to watch this video. Can you go over the corrections and make sure I'm right? Yep. Because now you're coming in making your team weaker than where they were at. Yeah. Because if you're on a team of 12 or if you're on a team of five or you're a duo, you're only as strong as your weakest person. And that weakest person is going to take the spotlight of the judge's eye because they're looking at, oh, she was off another account. Oh, her head's not there. So that really drops the score of the team. So that's why those kids are held, you know, to a higher standard. And then we can even put this to the students who don't do competitive dance. Your only moment, you know, that you're pushing for and working hard for is recital, yep. essentially. So you want to do your absolute best. It'll make the class look really bad if you didn't practice your material. Yep. So that's when we really need those parents 
um, just to come together and hold their kids accountable. Um, but teach them to have those moments where they do fail and they forget to, you know, learn their routines and say, okay, so what does this mean for you? Yep. How do we recover from this? Yeah. It's all, it's all a teachable moment just to help them become well-rounded individuals when they, when they leave. Yes. Responsible. Sure. Yeah. And two, um, you know, like leading up to the Christmas show, uh, we had just one, there was just one particular class that a lot of the parents were stressing out about that. And they felt that their dancers didn't know the material really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teachers or the teachers, excuse me, the parents were, um, you know, it wasn't, and, and honestly, the conversations were all super good because I was basically, you know, trying to tell them like, <clears throat> Well, a couple of them had missed, right? A couple weeks. So and that does that really, especially if you missed and you yeah. didn't get a video, that's yeah. two hours of practice. You don't know the, of a lot of a lot. stuff, especially leading up like to the yes. last weeks, you know what I mean? So then that was kind of, we had to kind of address that. Like, and the fact that unfortunately we do have not, unfortunately, fortunately, we do have the live stream. So even though she was sick you can go back or, and or you can watch she could have watched it, you know, and it's, so it's kind of like, and that's uh, okay to sit there and watch and not take the class. If you're, if sick, you're sick, you can't breathe, just watch the video. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Cause your so, mind's still going to know like, okay, we went to the right. Okay. I, I remember. Yeah. She said this. And so then when I go mm-hmm. and I, at least I'm somewhat familiar with what the changes were or whatnot. So, so, you know, so you also have to address that. And then it's, again, it was a great kind of learning moment for even for mom. Oh, I didn't know. And it's like, what do you mean you didn't know? Like how many messages do we send? No, I'm kidding. And this is when we take our breath. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) for sure. But you know, so, but now moving forward and then, I mean, the little girl came in, she ended up doing a private with the teacher to just really get back on track and, you know, and things like that too. But, um, the freakouts start to happen as the pressure mounts to the moment of the show, yes. as the pressure mounts My to the moment of the My kid doesn't know it. What comp- do I do? What Help. do I do? You know, instead yeah. of like that consistency mm-hmm. with them watching the videos, not just watching, standing up and actually dancing them or watch it once and yeah. then forget about the video and play the music. All the music is accessible to all of our families. Yeah, we you try know. to get that out as soon as possible to yeah. and put it on our website so people can have it. Because I know for me, practicing a dance without music is... It's, it's very, you know, yeah. not, you can do counts. Yeah, yeah. Which is good too. For only so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that also will help, you know, for sure. So, so yes, again, lots of great, you know, lots of great pros for sure for the video and having it be involved in the studio world. And as your dancers growing, um, from little to big, whether they're, you know, recreational competitive, lots of benefits and ways to help them. And then also to build, you know, and kind of set some good boundaries with allowing them to kind of tumble, you know, and, and let them know that they do need to learn how to retain material and ask your teacher. That's kind of a thing that's lost too. Like ask your teacher a question. Like, Oh no, my kids approach me the moment I say, all right, the class is over. Miss Z, I have a question. But you know, there's a lot <laughs> of kids good, that are intimidated. Are intimidated yes. Yeah. And a lot of times they're the ones that don't get their yep. que- their questions answered because they're the ones not asking. And, you know, so allow, get, kind of giving your, your, your daughter's son that too, like just go and ask your teacher. I mean, mm-hmm. what is, you know, what are you having problems with or what they will gladly, my goodness, you know, help you succeed. That's what we're here for. So, um, you know, so setting those good boundaries with that, allowing them to build muscle memory and, and consistency. I mean, you know, it's like anything, a lot of times parents, what, what I kind of say is like, it, this isn't a fast food dance. You know what I mean? We're, we're not a fast food 
studio yeah. where like we give you a split one day and expect you to have a lake ter- lake hole turn the next week. Well, yeah, that I mean, yes, that's a good example. That'd be great if you could though. <laughs> but like meaning, you know, it's this is to be taken um in portions? No, like like I guess when I think of fast food, you know, a lot of times you want to see results like yes. this, right? Yes. You want, it's like, I want this and I want that. And I want my kidneys Technique to have this time. and my, whatever the case is. And that's not yes. everyone. But but a lot of times parents, the kid could be here two months and we're still, you know, and it's like, still okay, we're Chinese. not even probably there yet. One, but, two, one, two. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And and then they're like, oh, well, we're going to try, well, we'll try hip hop. Oh, then we're going to try acro. We're going to, and it's like, it's not a fat, like there's nothing fast food process. about it in yeah. that sense. Like you have to trust the process, trust the growth that happens and it, and it doesn't happen in that way. And if it does, they're not going to be doing it long. You know yeah, what I mean? Injury waiting to happen too. Or they're just over it yeah. too. You know what I Burnt mean? Out. Like, yeah. And so, um, so, you know, so allow the kids to grow, allow them to, you know what I mean? Kind of figure it out and, and again, you know, develop and all that Moderation. all happens, that all happens at different times for everyone. It's yeah. a beautiful thing you know, as you know, the journey that they ride for sure. So, um, so yeah, now don't go out and get all your kids, you know, the new iPhone. I know we, we have some teens that still don't have phones. Yeah. What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) Look parents. No. We're going to start a fundraiser, get these kids some phones. Oh my gosh. Get their driver's license. That's um, it. My rem- drop. Remember um, the, uh, we were at a last, I'll just end with this quick story. We were the at competition. a competition. Oh Lord. Yeah. We were at the competition. Right. <laughs> and so we always have the kids bring headphones because we want them to be listening and like fully immersed in their music before they go on stage. So we, you know, kind of have this little ritual, if you will. So we're at competition and I'm all, did I say it? One by one, they started pulling out AirPods. Like, oh, I don't know one. Okay. where all of a sudden that was like their Christmas gift for a lap, for like 2019 or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, Bonita was like, all right, team, pull out your team AirPods. <laughs> and I think there was like one kid that was just like I the original. I don't got him. Uh, oh, Santa didn't come. Santa didn't come to me this year. <laughs> just kidding. Oh my gosh. I was like, we sound so privileged. We're the yeah. only team with the AirPods too. Oh just like walking gosh. around. Walking around. Excuse me while Excuse I do me. my Need to do my, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Terrible. But anyways, so that but, wraps know, it up. AirPods are on sale if you want to go get some. Yeah. And all the cases, you know, they'd be fun too. Mm-hmm. I only got one, but it's all right. But don't send your kid in my class with a little camera trying to record <laughs> everything. So that's not what this was about. <laughs> but so read between memory. the lines. Yeah. No, <laughs> all right, guys, that wraps it up for us for this week of our podcast, Splitting the Bar. Catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.